Welcome to the Lonely Wives Vibes. We are your hosts, McKenna and Annie. Let's get started. So, of course, we're going to start today's episode with our two truths and a lie. McKenna, would you like to go first? I would, and this one is going to be really tricky for Annie. Okay, number one, I can't ride a bike. Only a stationary bike. (laughs) What the devil? Number two, I was a competitive weightlifter. Number three, I have never broken a bone. Hmm. Two truths, one lie. Well, I feel like I've seen pictures of you on a bike from your mission. So, um, it's not that (laughs) one. Um, I'm going to go with the broken a bone one. That that's the lie? Yeah. That one's actually true. You've never broken a bone? Never, ever. I haven't either, actually. Go us. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Safe queens. I... (laughs) Nervous queens, anxious yes. queens, I don't know. Um, I, the lie is that I can't ride a bike. What? I can. Oh, 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 I thought you said you you could ride a bike. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's a lie. Okay, I was going to say, I feel like I've seen pictures of you on a bike on your mission. That shocks me. I don't think I, I don't think I did ride a bike on my mission. I think we were only in trucks. Oh. Yeah, I don't think, I think the only bikes that were around were rusted and disgusting. Gotcha. Never wrote them. Huh. We okay. were trucks only. That's like so nice though. And feet only. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? Whacking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's My see two yours. truths and a lie revolve around food. Okay. Okay. I'm, My I'm first one. That. I love sushi. I hate Nutella. And I don't like s'mores. I don't know what to think about any of those. I know, they're all controversial. If you don't like s'mores, I'm gonna be very sad. Is that is that the is that the lie? No, I don't like s'mores. <laughs> Whenever I would go to like a campfire as a kid, I'd always just eat the chocolate bar or the marshmallows separately. I mean it is a mess, but it's such a fun mess. Yeah, we just like never grew up making s'mores though in my family. So I never <sighs> had them and now i just think they're kind of gross and messy you know what you should try is frozen s'mores frozen s'mores yes i've never even heard of that it's a creation so what you do is you get the graham cracker and then a piece of chocolate and then a marshmallow and then you nuke it in the microwave for like 10 seconds and then you smush it with the top and then you put it in the freezer for like a couple hours it's actually divine okay have you ever had graham crackers with frosting on them of course Oh, those are so Delicious. good. Every Chocolate time, or vanilla? Vanilla. Okay, okay. Every single time we would make cookies as a kid, if we had leftover frosting, we would get the graham crackers out and we'd cover them in frosting and make like a sandwich. And then we put them in the fridge for like a day. Ooh. And then they're like, like Soft. the texture is just unmatched. It's amazing. I feel like we need to have like a taste testing live stream or something like yeah. that where we make like our favorite weird dishes or yeah. treats. So I feel like you have to get a, a really creative when you grow up in a, in a family with lots of kids because, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you don't get fed dinner like right on time when you're actually hungry. So you have to like go sniping around in your pantry. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite snacks and treats was a piece of white bread with white, sh- with butter and white sugar. And then you roll it up. What? Yeah. It's so good. White bread and white sugar. White bread and then butter. Okay. And then the white sugar. Yeah. And then you just roll it up it's and like eat it. It's like French toast without the cinnamon. Without any eggs, without any protein, only carbs and sugar. Wow. It's divine. Okay. 
That is interesting. Yes. Okay, anyway, so, okay, you hate s'mores. What was the other one? I totally forgot by now. Um, the I hate Nutella and I love sushi. I, f- you don't like sushi. That's my guess. Yeah, that's correct. I don't like sushi. But, uh, you know why I guess that? Because your palate, obviously, <laughs> is not I developed properly. <laughs> I don't think anyone in my family likes sushi. It's what just is kind wrong of with them. We didn't grow up eating it because my mom was really picky, and so mm. we sadly came from that. Mm-hmm. I am not as picky as my mother, but I do have some attributes from her pickiness that mm-hmm. have carried over into my life. That's too bad. I know. Like, my mom will not eat a fruit or vegetable unless it's apples and bananas. I, on the other hand, eat fruits and vegetables because I love my body and I think they taste great. Especially with a little bit of cheese on them. It's great. Delish. I know. But do you have any life updates or any pop culture updates we should know about? Um, Pop culture updates. Um, Oh my gosh, I do. I don't know if any of you guys have been looking at your socials. Um... Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. has Alzheimer's. What? And he is no longer going to be acting. What? No. Yes. I'm looking this up right it's now. It's the truth, and I saw it on a tabloid. Chris Hemsworth? There's nothing about... No, no, no. You have to look at the... Um... I saw that he's at risk for Alzheimer's. Yeah, but then he said that he is just no longer going to be acting. What? I have to look this up. Yes, it's the truth, I promise. Chris Hemsworth. I, don't, I just about had an aneurysm. Alzheimer's. Let's see. Chris Hemsworth to take time off from acting after discovering Alzheimer's risk. Oh my gosh. So he's there's only that. 39. I know, he's so little. I'm sorry, but if there's one thing in this world, you cannot take the Hemsworth brothers. I love them. <laughs> Wait, this is so sad. There's 2 to 3% of the population who are as much as 10 times more likely to develop the disease than those with this special gene. See, I have a special gene for cancer. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. So my... How do you know that? I got gene tested. <gasps> You can get gene tested? Yes. You give them, like, a little bit of your blood. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> it's just a little bit. They just prick your finger a little bit. Oh, it's just a finger prick. Yeah, I think okay. so. I honestly don't remember. I can't do, like, I can't with the needle. Ugh. I don't even want to talk about it on the podcast because okay. I know some of you are. Ugh. But I didn't know you could get gene tested. That's cool. Yeah, and so I found out I had that gene, and so now I have to get mammograms every six months for the rest of my life. Dang. Yeah. Do those hurt? They're very, just squish. Just a big squish. Oof. When are you supposed to start getting mammograms, like, normally, though? Isn't it 35? Uh, No, not even, like, when you're 40, I think. Let me look. Yeah, look it up. It's like mammograms and colonoscopies are just, like, the woes of adulthood. So, they recommend that you start getting them 50 to 74 years old. I feel like that's way too old. I'm going to start going when I'm 35. I mean, I think you'll go once and realize that, mm, I'm okay. It just sucks. <laughs> it sucks so bad. Um, I do have a pop culture update for okay, all the Disney it. fans out there. Ooh, okay. So, there has been a CEO at Disney since 2019. His name is Bob Chapek. We call him Bob Paycheck. This man has been ruining the Disney company since 
2019. Maybe it was early 2020 when he got put in. Anywho, the day after he got put in, the jungle cruise boat sank. So that should just, like, give a Wait, metaphor. Like, legitimately? Yes. Like, one of the boats at Disney World while I was working sank. With? With the people in it. I mean, that is such it a... It was so bad. It's such a cute little thing, because they tell jokes the whole time, and they're like, oh, no, there's the elephants. Yeah. Watch out for the crocs. It's gonna get you. Yeah, no. It was literally, like, he got put in as CEO, and then it was, like, the jungle crew sank, the monorail thing, or not monorail, the people mover crashed. Like, there was just, like, one thing after another happening in this man's legacy of trying to be CEO. And he also, like, raised prices, he got rid of fast passes, he got rid of the Magical Express from the airport to the parks. Like, he got rid of all these free perks you get when you, like, go to Disney. That make it magical. Yeah. He just got fired. And the original CEO just came back. Let's go! So, Bob Iger is back as CEO of Disney for at least two years. That's what his contract says. So, I'm hoping that this whole reservation system goes away and that fast passes come back and, like, all the fun things about Disney mm-hmm. are here to stay. That makes my heart really happy. I know. Because I, I went to Disneyland over the summer and having to purchase a lightning pass, oh, it's like yeah. an extra $25 mm-hmm. per ride that you want to go on. Yeah. Plus you have to also purchase the, whatchamacallit's, uh, the genie pass, which is different than the lightning pass. And yeah. The genie pass, you only... It doesn't even seem... It didn't even feel like it was worth it. It's like a fast pass reservation system, but you have to, like, schedule it. And if you don't get it at a certain time, then, like, you can't schedule anything for a couple hours. And you have to pay, I think it's $25 a day now for yes. that. Yes. So, it's insane. At the insane. end of the day, I was like, was that worth it? Yeah, we don't get it when we go. Uh, but we do go often, so it's not like yeah, we're trying to cram everything in one day. Totally. And we were trying to cram in two parks in one day with a baby. Oof. It was a lot to manage. Yeah. But we did it, and it was a blast. Anyway, but that makes me really glad. Dang. <sighs> um, so for today's podcast episode, we are going over roommate horror stories. <laughs> Little does everyone know, me and McKenna were kind of roommates <laughs> for, like, two weeks. <laughs> I, I took in McKenna off the streets during Homeless Week at BYU. <laughs> And we were roomies for those, like, two little weeks. And honestly, so much fun. Oh, yeah. It was just a party. Well, and we worked that job together, the Parade of Homes. <gasps> we did work the Parade yeah. of Homes together. That was so fun. We, like, lived together, worked together. We were, like, living the ultimate, like, best friend life. We really And we were. had just met. It was so great. And it was summer and... Yeah. We were, little did we know, we were in the best shape of our lives. Best shape ever. I think I was hiking the Y every day when you we met. You were, and you were, I was like, ugh, you get up at like 6.30, and I'm yeah. like waking up at 5 in the morning every night. And now I'm waking up at like 9.30, and I'm like, <laughs> ugh, 6 is so early. But did you have any roommates that you didn't get along with in your, in your college experience? Girl. Oh my gosh, yes. And I think, you know what, it was the roommate that I had immediately after you well duh i set the bar really high you really did and this girl she was very sweet at first seemed a little bit off and she had a boyfriend okay and there's no way that she's going to be listening to this podcast um so i feel comfortable kind of sharing my story and also because i was a victim oh wow of regina george yes i don't even remember her name honestly wait yes i do okay anyway i'm not gonna say her name i'm gonna call her <laughs> Susie. 
Susie's a stupid name and kind of a dumb girl. And so um, she had this boyfriend who mm-hmm. she would spend all of her time with, which is fine, whatever, yeah. I don't care. And so a lot of the times she wasn't even home, which made me very glad. Yeah. It was a very small apartment. As you Where remember, were you living? We were in... Was it the green carpet apartment? Was that it? That I moved you into? It, it had to have been. That's what I'm thinking. It was like my first at King Henry. Oh, 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 never mind, never mind. I don't it was about. literally the, the door right below you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't remember if it's green carpet or not. That's, no. That's like a race from my memory. Cause it was I'm thinking a... of the one that you moved into right after your mission that I helped you move into. Oh. And it had that weird green carpet. Yeah. It was kind of ghetto. If there's <laughs> something that you need to know about me is that I don't care where I live. If it's ghetto, who cares if it's cheap? I'm in. Mm-hmm. My very first apartment that I lived in with Nathan was $450 a month. That's a steal. And it smelled like cat piss. Oh. And I didn't mind because it was only $450 a month. Okay. We only lived there for one month because then I couldn't stand it anymore. <laughs> but I gave it four weeks. And anyway, yep. Okay. Anyway. So this girl had this boyfriend always gone. And this, it was like the week before I was supposed to move out. And about me at that time, I always made my bed. And I had this really expensive um, mattress cover that was like really soft, memory foam, Ooh, yeah. twin size, mm-hmm. really comfy. And then I had like cotton cheese anyway. It was super cute. And I had like my little corner decorated and I loved it. And this one day I came home and I was about to like start packing everything up. And I realized that, you know, my bed was perfectly made. Like I had left it. My mattress cover was gone. What? It was gone. She had taken it and put all of my stuff back. What the devil? Yes. That's like psychopath behavior. Yes. And I was like, that's so weird. And then I was like, oh my gosh, she totally took it. Because there's no way that anyone else has a key to our bedroom. Oh, you had a key to your bedroom. Yes. And she had moved out. So I like got home. It was like the end of that time. Mm-hmm. And um, she was completely moved out. None of her stuff was left. My mattress cover was gone. I was like panicking because I was like, oh my gosh, what else is missing? Mm-hmm. I go through my clothes. I'm like, I'm like missing clothes. Missing pieces of my clothing. Oh my gosh. And this was is... she like your same size? She was. She you're had... tall. Yeah. She was shorter than me and like bigger chested. So some of my clothes definitely would not have fit her. Yeah. Now, and this is kind of like. PG-13, um, but I was going through, like, my dirty clothes, because I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do my final load of laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my clothes, one of my shirts was dirty. Okay. Fill in the blanks with nasty stuff in my laundry hamper. Little old me hadn't even had their first kiss yet, you know? Ew. Yes, in my Ew. laundry hamper, and it was, like, buried underneath everything. Ew. So what she had done was borrowed my shirt gone to her boyfriend's house, whatever, and then put it in my laundry hamper, stole my mattress cover. I still don't know everything that she stole, but I was, like, determined. I'm like, I'm gonna go get my stuff back because she's a nasty girl. And so I kind of, like, was, like, gossiping with my roommates or with some people that knew her, and I was like, so where is she? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) where where did she move to? I'm just curious. And they told me which apartment complex that she, she moved in with her boyfriend for a time. And so I was like, I'm gonna go to her apartment complex, that apartment complex, Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna go get my stuff back because it was like a hundred dollar mattress cover yeah and as a college student that's like that was like valuable (laughs) all of my money because i couldn't sleep on that stupid mattress you remember how bad yeah they they were were pretty bad and anyway i go to her house in the night 
and I find her car. And what do I find in the back seat? I find my mattress cover. <gasps> what do I do? The car isn't unlocked or isn't locked. So I open the door and I get my mattress cover back and then I had it back. Oh my gosh. That's what I did. That's like intense. Yes, because I was so mad. She like disrespected me so hard. I, that's very impressive. Yes. I'm glad you got it back. You deserve it. And I just want to preface this. Like I asked her if she had it. And she said no. I was like, did you take it by accident maybe? And she's like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't even know you had a mattress cover. Did she contact you or say anything after you took it? No. Did she just think she got robbed or something? Maybe, or maybe she just forgot. So I feel like some kleptos, they let, they, they just like to steal for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of don't care about the stuff that they actually stole. Yeah. I honestly don't know, but I'm assuming that hopefully she knows that I went and took it. Yeah. I hope she does because what That's she did insane. was so messed up. The oh shirt. Gosh. Are you kidding me? It was one of my favorite shirts too. Ew. Yes. I would burn it. I I threw it away. I was like, it's cute, but it's not that cute. Yeah. Dang. So, and that was my like first official roommate. Cause like with you, it was just like, I was just homeless and I slept on your. One <laughs> of my five beds. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I actually like lived with her and everything. So. Dang. That's my story. I hope that she's, um. I hope that she's gotten the help that she needs. Yeah. Did you know I actually lived in that apartment before you? Really? The one below Really? That one. I you definitely knew this girl. I uh did I tell you about my peeping Tom story? What? On the first story? Yes. When I lived at King Henry in Provo, I um I basically knew everyone in my ward, everyone in the apartment complex. Like, it was a very social, friendly place. Very social King Henry is, yeah. And uh, one night, of course, we were out watching a scary movie with the boys. <laughs> and I got home, I think, at, like, 3 in the morning. And my friend, she left the apartment after we did, like, probably 10, 15 minutes after we all did. And she said when she was walking back to her apartment, which was right above the first story one, she said that she saw a man in a baseball cap looking into my window And I was changing at the time into my PJs and stuff and getting ready for bed. Like, I was probably full out nude. And so this man had just been, like, staring at me changing. And she said she, like, screamed at him. And he just, like, took off running. And she, like, called the police and everything. And I had to, like, file a report and all this stuff. And it was just, like, crazy. Oh. I still have no idea who it is. So there could be, like, nude pictures of me out there. (gasps) I mean, I looked really good at that time of my I, life. That's what we said, like, the best shape of our I was lives. hiking the Y every day, but, um, yeah, it's a little terrifying. So. Holy crap. I mean, who knows if he ever came back, too. I know. But I'm like, that's so creepy. It's or 3 in the morning. What I know. If you, what if he was in your ward? No. He might have lived at, like, Centennial or something, though. Somewhere ghetto. Which is, like, across the street. Another different apartment. But I'm complex. like, that is so creepy. Like, I love living on the third story now with my bedroom window, like, off the third story. Yes. No one can see me. Against, like, a tree. Yeah. But I got Ugh. the creeps. That gave me the chills, <clears throat> I won't lie. It was awful. Like, finding that out, because she came and knocked on my door right when she, like, screamed at the guy and he, like, took off running. She, like, came and knocked. And she was like, you need to call the police right now. Like, there's a peeping Tom. He was watching you get dressed and everything. <laughs> and I was like, ew! Ew, 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 ew. Oh. Know. I feel like I normally got along, though, with all my roommates, unless there were two criteria that I always fought with people on. Really? One was the dishes. 
Mm-hmm. I cannot stand when I would bring a boy over and, like, you know, introduce him to my roommate, show him my apartment. That's all cute. And mm-hmm. there's just, like, dishes on dishes on dishes and, like, leftover takeout everything. Just mm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, immediate turnoff. This man will not date me. Mm-mm. My second criteria, the thermostat. Ooh. There is one temperature only, year-round. What is that? 69. 69 degrees, <laughs> let's go! <laughs> and I had some roommates, during the winter, they would crank it up to 78 or 79 degrees. Excuse me? I'm like, I am literally, I'm a big girl. I was sweating so you were, much. <laughs> you're not a big girl, you're just tall. No, but I was just like... My roommates that I had were, like, these tiny little girls, so they just have, like, no muscle, no fat, nothing on them, Mm -hmm. and they would crank up this heat to, like, unbearable. Like, I would be sweating, and I would, like, crack open a window to let this, like, 20-degree cold air come in. It was disgusting. Christian doesn't really have a choice with our thermostat. It's always, like, 69. Does he get... Hot or cold with with that temperature? No, he's, like, really good at, like, regulating his body temperature. Something I haven't really learned yet, so... I respect that. Yeah. I really do. I just feel like whenever I get out of the shower, I'm, like, sweating. Mm. Because it's, like... And I take cold showers. Like, I'm not taking these hot showers, so I don't really know, like, as my toilet is going off. It, like, just does that every now and then, but... It's really fun. Um, but yeah, I take cold showers every day just because I can't stand being sweaty. And so it's like my attempt to try not be sweaty. Anywho, that's a long tangent. But <laughs> let's go ahead and dive into some of these roommate stories. Okay, I'm so excited because some of these are really, really juicy. So um, buckle up. Number one. Okay. <laughs> First week at BYU, and first Sunday dinner together as roommates. One brings over a boy, and they get handsy at the dinner table. Ew. End of story. Ew! That is so disgusting! Uh, there's a time and a place, guys. There's a time and a place. And if you can't figure that out, then get a room. Yeah, get any room. Any room in the entire world except for your living room with your roommates. The dinner table with your roommates. That's so disgusting. Okay, the next one says, I had a roommate who got period blood everywhere. She got it on the bathroom, doorknob, wall, all over the toilet roll, on my rug, and best of all, on the couch. And let's just say it wasn't just a little drop. Then she tried to blame it on the other roommates and said she didn't have a period, so it couldn't have been her. (laughs) But we all knew it was her because she didn't have this problem before she moved in. She also brought a giant punching bag into our living room. (laughs) That is... I had a roommate one time that left a used pad on the counter of the bathroom. (gasps) On the counter? Just left it there. And when I approached her, I was like, um, is this yours? And she's like, why are you so grossed out about it? Like, we all have periods. I'm like, mm, no. Periods are meant to be private. I'm sorry. I don't need to see your bodily fluids. Again, there's a time and a place. And it's not the bathroom counter. When it's a public shared place. If you want to put your pads and tampons on your wall and display them <laughs> for yourself, feel free. No, that's disgusting. No, if that's <laughs> what you want to do, go ahead. Because that's in your own private area. Yeah. If it's a public shared space... This was a bathroom I shared with six girls. Mm. What? Just one, one left bathroom out there. for six people. 
King Henry. Oh, I love King Henry. That was such a, that honestly was a really fun It was, time. but that living situation was rough. Yeah. But, anywho. Not only that, but there's also a freaking trash can. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so here's one about the thermostat. Okay. I had two roommates. Oh, wait. I had two roommates who had a massive fight over the thermostat, and I hid in my bathroom <laughs> while they screamed at each other for an hour, like, full-on screaming. I'm sure neighbors could hear. I also had one who loved to play the piano at midnight when other roommates were trying to sleep. I feel like that's, like, a level one annoying. The thermostat or the piano? Both. Because it's, I like... I feel like this is about me. The thermostat. I it's one had... of your old roommates that's, like, trying to get back at <laughs> I've you. I've had full-on fights with roommates about the thermostat. <laughs> like, at two in the morning. Oh, my gosh. I, this is probably about me. So, that's I'm sorry, actually... whoever you are, <laughs> that you had to hide in the bathroom <laughs> if this is about me. You're, like, crying to yourself, like... <sighs> But, I mean, someone who plays the piano at midnight, that's... That's awful. Out of ten, bad. It's its annoying at most. Yeah. Um, is it inconvenient? Of course. Um, but well, especially probably, if people are trying to sleep. Right. But probably, like, a level three or four, honestly, of intensity. No. You don't like think so? That's, like, a level seven or eight to me. Really? Yeah. If I'm trying to sleep and I hear someone playing Beethoven on the piano, I will lose my mind. But what's worse? Piano playing at midnight? Mm-hmm. Or... Pad on the bathroom counter. I think I take the pad. Really? Because it's not in my bedroom. I can still sleep. You know it's what? It's just something I have to go tell her, like, can you please discard this somewhere? With the piano, what I'm going to say, like, hey, this is annoying. Can you, like, be quiet? You, like, it's like a personal not... attack, you know? Yeah, but also, you know, I, I play white noise when I sleep. So mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't even hear it. So that's why I think it's like True. a level three or four. Annoying. I guess it depends how loud it is. Yes. If it's just like an electric piano. It's not too bad. Then it's like a zero. If it's like a actual like piano piano. Yeah. That's... Straight to jail. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, the here's next the next one. <laughs> okay. My first roommate when I went off to college was kind of crazy. She always stared and made me feel uncomfortable. When I changed, I did it in the closet because she would just stare and give me a weird eye contact. Mm. She always had this weird energy about herself, but then proceeded to tell my other roommate and I about a dream she had about killing my other roommate. Oh my gosh. She informed us it was by stabbing, but that she could never actually do it because the blood... (laughs) This would be me. The blood grossed her out too much. (laughs) Weird side note. She, She said she liked crazy... She said she was crazy? No joke, 50 plus... Oh, she shed. She shed like crazy. Oh, she shed like crazy. No joke, 50 plus long black hairs on the ground at all times. Even after just cleaning, they would pile up in a couple hours. That's a psychopath right there. Ugh. A starey... Can you imagine someone just staring? If Christian even did that to me while I was changing, I'd be like, look away. There's there's (laughs) a difference, okay? Like, a, a peeping... What would you call that? A peeping Tina? It is oh, yeah. A <laughs> yes. <laughs> Scale of 1 to 10, how intense is that? Like, that's like... It's a, a 7 or 8. I, I, I would probably say a 9. 10 would be m- the murder part. Yeah. Actually, I, I changed mine to like a 9. <laughs> a 9.2. Okay. Oh, here's another klepto story. Okay. Um, 
I had a roommate that was a bit of a kleptomaniac. She'd been stealing from our other roommate, like lots of little things that added up to over a thousand dollars of clothes, shoes, designer sunglasses, salon shampoo, a comforter, stage makeup, cash, etc. So naturally this roomie wasn't happy about this one, but she was especially angry that klepto went through her room to steal most of it. We even found the blade of a knife jammed into the door wedge of the roommate's bedroom to keep it from shutting and locking. <gasps> Roommate said that Klepto told Klepto that she needed to either give the stuff back or pay her back for everything she took or else she would be involving the police. Yeah. As a backstory, the Klepto was always coming up with kind of crazy stories about ex-boyfriends breaking into her house, kidnapping and beating her on the side of the road. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Getting hit by cars while on her scooter. Like no one can have this much misfortune in their life. So I was a little bit skeptical about all of it. When the roommate tried to confront her, Klepto told her that she couldn't talk about it right now because (laughs) she had two family members in the hospital and couldn't think straight. Roommate said that she was sorry and to let her know if she could do anything to help, but that they needed to resolve the issue right then. Yeah. So Klepto proceeded to cuss her out and come into the living room to rant to me. She told me that her mom got into a car accident, was in the hospital unconscious and on a breathing tube, and that the same day- Wait, wait, wait. If her mom is in the hospital on a breathing tube- why are you not with your mom in the hospital? Obviously, it's a lie. She's crazy. <sighs> okay. Um, okay, and her dad on the same day had a stroke and was also unconscious and on a breathing tube. What wow. on earth? She kept going on about how selfish the roommate was for pushing her boundaries when she couldn't emotionally handle it. This is a long one. Okay. This is long. Then, Klepto started saying how she misunderstood what people mean when they talk about murderers having a mental disconnect where they just snap. She said... That she was in this haze where she could drag a body right now. Ew! That I should warn the roommate not to push her or Klepto might snap, break things, and the roommate could get hurt. I would be calling 911 so freaking fast. Immediately. And she actually... Okay. And then she added that if I were to push her on something and and she actually liked me, so this was just weird, that I would end up on the ground... Um, so we quickly escalated. I don't have words for this woman. I'm shocked. So we quickly escalated from theft to threats of physical violence. Good stuff. Turns out Klepto also had a criminal record, and so did a lot of her family members. Rumi, who was from Peru, asked me how to go about filing a criminal complaint and restraining order. So I spoke to my dad, who's a judge, and my bishop, who was friends with a with a police chief, forwarded their instructions to the roommate. I recommended using that as a last resort if she could just... That should be first resort. Protect yourself. Yeah. No. If you get any kind of threat, like you have to take it seriously. Yeah. You don't want to end up on your documentary with this person in the same room. Yes, they are literally sleeping where you're sleeping. I'm not gonna wake up to my roommate stabbing me. No. Oh no. Okay. Okay. This is not even done. Um. Okay. Use that as a last resort. Um, the, okay, she wanted to, okay, I recommended using that, the, the police report as a last resort if she could just get Klepto to pay her back and to consider being compassionate considering, um, her alleged family situation. We spoke to the landlord who said that the roommate could have Klepto's housing deposit, but that really only came up to about a third of what was stolen. Dang. I basically avoided the house for a couple days because I wanted to avoid the confrontation, Um, when our landlord came to our apartment to do some repairs, I think the klepto thought that he was there about her, so she came out to finally talk things over with the roommate. She admitted on video to stealing the stuff. They went through the values of what was stolen and they made an agreement for what, um, for when it could be paid back. 
If Klepto didn't pay, she acknowledged that the police would be involved. Roommate texted me to let me know that everything worked out, so I went ahead and came home. Okay. This is where there's a twist. Oh, okay. When Klepto returned later that night, I asked her about her day, and she simply whispered, you betrayed my trust. <gasps> She's going to kill you! Get out of the apartment! <laughs> I, I asked her what she meant, and she got mad at me that I had told roommate the roommate about her parents being in the hospital so that she could bash her with that information. I told her that I assumed roommate had already known because Klepto told her that that was why she wasn't in an emotional state to talk about things earlier and that I had only brought it up as a reminder to be compassionate, not to be malicious. She told me that she felt betrayed because she had spoken so highly of me to her parents and their bishops and that they felt betrayed too. Her family felt betrayed, the ones with all of the criminal records. I know they're on a breathing tube right now. I... <laughs> I had abused my high position of power in the church because bishops aren't supposed to tell other people the things they're told. This I mean, if it's a safety thing, yeah, they're going to tell it, people. They do. If, if yeah, there's, if there's a line. If you go to a bishop and say, like, I'm in danger, the bishop's not going to be like, your secret's safe with me. Same with, like, a no. therapist. If you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about committing suicide. Yeah. He's going to be like, let uh, me call people really quick. There's, we, there's a solution. Yeah. Okay, um, this blew my mind because I didn't even know she knew what my church calling was because the klepto wasn't a member of our church. I told her that, again, I hadn't done it to be malicious and that I was act I was not acting as her church leader. I was acting as her friend. And her roommate, who was simply trying to resolve conflict in our apartment in the best way I knew how. Klepto told me that it didn't matter because I didn't deserve her trust. She then got mad at me for pushing the other roommate to involve the police, so I had to clear up the point, too, about how I had simply forwarded on instructions when asked how the legal process worked. She refused to calm down and told me she wanted to rip my throat out. I began barricading my door every night until she was gone. Why have you not called the police yet? If one person even, like, jokingly threatens to hurt me in any way possible, I'm calling the police. Okay, so then the next part of the story is Klepto told her that because she felt harassed, she was going to be moving out, that she's going to be bringing a sheriff over to make sure that we wouldn't harass her. Um, she then told me that I could go ahead and post her housing contract for her, but kind of bold, but I did end up selling it for her just so I could vet the new tenant. The next day when Klepto came by to, to start packing, she seemed totally fine and not mad at me, so she was a little all over the place. Okay, end of the story. Klepto never paid roommate back for anything, so the roomie was planning on calling the police. Um, Klepto kept... She texted me to ask if I knew anyone with a truck who could help her move, so I asked a friend to come do it the next morning before he had to work at 8. Unfortunately, the roommate warned Klepto that she would be calling the police when she came, so Klepto immediately texted me back to cancel by saying that her, that her dad had died, so she couldn't come mm. while they were working on funeral arrangements. She asked if we could just move her stuff for her. I told her that we were already going, going to be tight on time, so without her help and direction, I didn't know, I didn't think that would work. Yeah. Um, I really just wanted the stuff out of my house, so she and, and she had no excuse to come back, but I felt a little too annoyed to bring my friends over to move for her. They're, they're literally jumping through all these hoops for her, and she's literally crazy. Yeah, I would never. I felt too annoyed to bring my friends over to move for her. It's the principle of the thing. Eventually, we did find a day to help move her stuff over to her parents' house, who answered the door. And guess who answered the door? Her dead father, risen from the grave. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a long Those one. Those girls are way oh. too nice. I, I mean... I wouldn't tolerate that. There's a part of me that, like, I understand they were scared for their lives. I'm sure. But dang. That's insane. 
That's oh insane. Gosh. Okay. Next story. I lived with four crazy people in Hawaii. I could give so many stories, but this one is one of my favorites. Towards the end of the semester, our shower curtain was missing. Literally so confused where it was. Why would someone take it? I had to shower in the open for like a month. No one had any clue where it could have been. Then I'm moving out and cleaning the room and someone had put the shower curtain behind my bed to make it look like I took it and I hid it there. Psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I feel like a lot of roommates are just petty. Mm -hmm. She must have said something. Or he. I don't know if this is a boy or girl. Yeah. They must have said something that um, really ticked off the roommate. How do you read this long one? Because. Okay. You just read a really long one. Okay. I had a roommate who never did her dishes, like ever. We're talking mounds of dirty dishes, pans, pots, everything under the sun crammed in the sink. And the smell. The smell, it permanently burned into my nose's memory. (laughs) I and the other girls in the apartment asked her over and over again to clean up, but she never did. None of us wanted to do it, as it was not our job, so we just left. Left it until some poor soul had the courage to check everything in the dishwasher and deep clean the sink. So during the final cleaning check of the semester, I was in charge of the deep cleaning the kitchen, including the sink. Her typical pile of dishes were still in there and one and filled up one whole side of the sink, so I just cleaned out the other side because, again, not my job to do her dishes. The manager comes by to check everything and is like, so what's with the dishes in the sink? I said, they're my roommate's dishes. They're not my responsibility. And the manager says, and I kid you not, Well, you see, since you're in charge of the sink, if there's stuff in there, you will get fined. So I suggest you do it. I have never wanted to scream at someone more in my life. There was no way on earth I was doing my roommate's giant pile of dishes, so I came up with the plan. I took every single dish in the sink, cutlery, wow, I can't say that word, cutlery, pans, pits, plates, bowls, everything that was hers, put it in plastic bags, and hid them throughout the apartment. One bag went into the bathroom, one bag went under the kitchen sink, One bag in the hall closet. I knew I was being petty, but I was so done. After that, I took the burners off the stove. We had one of those electric stoves where you can take out the whole burner to clean underneath it and hid those too because she never cleaned up after herself when she cooked either. And then I left. I got a text in our roommate group chat later that night asking her where all her stuff was. I ignored it. She kept asking where her stuff was because none of us were answering and where the burners were, but none of us replied. I have a feeling the rest of my roommates were just as fed up with her as I was. Petty queen. Petty queen. Honestly. You know. Holy cow. I took my roommate's dishes one time and put them in her bed. I respect (laughs) it. I respect it. She just like never cleaned up after herself. So me and another roommate put all of them into a trash bag and put them in her sheets. At least they were in a trash bag. You were a little bit decent to be able to do that. But this roommate was disgusting. I'm so sorry. Was that a King Henry? It was King Henry. I honestly feel like all my roommate horror stories have come from King Henry, but that has been my favorite place to live by far. Oh, same. It was just, like, so social, and I don't know. I loved it. I loved it, too. But. Throwback. Luckily, I just have my husband as my eternal roommate now, so. <laughs> eternal roommate. Yep. And I would say Christian, when we first got married, he was kind of messy, but he's really good now about, like, keeping his stuff all together. Like, I let him be messy around his desk. Yeah, that's, that's his space. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, the kitchen and the bedroom and stuff, mm-hmm. he's pretty good about being tidy. I I have an opinion about that. I think boys are, are like puppies. Okay. You just have to train them a little bit. Oh, yeah. To become exactly what you need them to be. Yeah. Because sometimes they, 
they just they, they just forget the the training from their mother or they didn't get enough mm-hmm. whip them into shape like little puppies and, and they're then, good to go and they're all over you and perfect <laughs> <laughs> they jump up when you come through the door every day <laughs> This was a great podcast episode, and thank you to everyone who submitted their stories. Yes. And hopefully we'll have some more story episodes in the future. I'm sure we will. Very soon. Very soon. Yeah. Um, And don't forget to rate and review. We really appreciate it. Um, Our podcast is growing, and we're just so grateful for all of our friends and, and fans. So have a great rest of your week. Happy Thanksgiving, and we love you. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Out Pass. The Get Out Pass is a subscription-based family fun pass. It gives pass holders access to the best amusement parks, water parks, museums, bowling alleys, escape rooms, and many more entertainment venues in your area for one low price. Such activities include Lagoon, Provo Beach Resort, Splash Summit Water Park, and even one free night of night skiing at Brighton Resort. And it's super easy to get started. All you need to do is just download the app, use our code LONELYWIVES, that's L-O-N, E-L-Y-W-I-V-E-S. When you're ready to redeem your offer, you just present the app at the venue and you get in for free. It's super awesome and super easy to use. Our code is valid for $75 off until November 25th at midnight. It's literally the cheapest deal. They've got a Black Friday sale going on right now. Um, And this is an offer for Utah only. Mm -hmm. If you are interested in our other locations, please reach out to Get Out Pass and they will help you from there.